Hello, and welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina, and that's it today. Um, so, unfortunately, uh, Alyssa caught the flu. So she is out of commission. We were going to try to phone her in. Girl can't even talk. So uh, we're without her today. I already miss her, but hopefully she starts to feel better by the time this episode is released. But we do have a very special guest today. We have my buddy Ankin Sorok coming in, talking with me today. Welcome, Ankin. Welcome, Sabrina. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Angan? I'm good. Thank you. First of all, thank you for having me. That's my first time, so I'm so excited. Uh, and sorry about Elisa, too. I, I wish she was here, you know? Like, she's so fun. You guys are together. So fun. We are a power couple. That's what it is. That's what I'm going to call it. Sorry, Scott. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I feel a little bit empty without her here. I was saying before we started recording... Um, Alyssa's really good at just holding conversation. Mm -hmm. Like she could talk to a wall if she really wanted to. Mm -hmm. Um, So me, I am not the same, but that's all right. It's time for me to shine here today, (laughs) you know? Uh, But Ingen, is there anything you want to tell the listeners about you real quick? Like a little elevator speech? Yeah. Um, Hi, guys. I'm Engen. And it's not Engen's truck. It's truck. Um, That's the Turkish way to say it. I'm from Turkey. (laughs) And uh, I born and raised there. I'm 27 years old. And I moved to New York, United States, um, 2012. And I came here for college, uh, University of Buffalo. That's where I went for engineering, civil engineering, and now I'm in New York. Well, were you were you 18 when you moved here? Um, okay, um, my college that I applied in Turkey, they had this program that um, you can choose two colleges to study together, and then you um, you pick like junior year and your sophomore year in one college, and the rest of your years in the other, which is in Buffalo. The other one was in Istanbul. Okay. So I came here with that program. Uh, and actually, I was not alone by myself. There were 35 other Turkish civil engineers. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me, we, we came here. I love it here. And then um, I, I, I just said, you know what? When I graduate, I'm just going to give it a shot, you know? So I moved to New York uh, to make my dream come true in the construction business. So. Oh my gosh, we're gonna we're gonna definitely touch on that. But before we get too deep into it, um, you know we get we got to do this segment. The what's your struggle? Let's see if Alyssa has a little song for that by the time this comes out. Probably not, but it's okay. Still love you. Um, so you know I was explaining a little bit. What's your struggle? Is just what went on this week? Maybe the week before. That just really bummed you out. So I, I'll, I'll go first to kind of okay. help you yeah. jog your mind what could come up. Um, so my biggest struggle involves Alyssa having the flu. So I was not smart, and I did not get a flu shot, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, even though Alyssa had said months ago, she was like, yo, my dad's already seen flu cases. He's saying, you need to get your shot, mm-hmm. you know, get yourself protected. And... I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then I just kept getting sick. And they say you're not supposed to get it when you're getting it, when you're sick. Yeah. So I just never got it. Kelsey got her flu shot, so she's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but me, you know, I didn't get mine. And what Alyssa has, so even though Alyssa got the flu shot and she got the flu, she has influenza B, I believe is what she said. And basically it didn't mm-hmm. knock her mm-hmm. on her ass like it's knocking everybody else out. She still feels like crap, but... It's not knocking her down like it will Mm -hmm. a person who doesn't have their flu shot, i.e. me. So I got nervous. And so last night I went to CityMD. And I was like, can I get a flu shot? And they're like, no, it takes two weeks to take effect. And I was like, are you kidding me? And they gave me Tamiflu. Mm -hmm. Um, They're having me take it once a day for 10 days to just kind of guard myself Mm -hmm. um, from getting the flu from Melissa. Mm -hmm. So let's hope so because... When I have to take off work, I don't I don't get paid time off. Like I lose money, so I really I can't get sick. Um, so fingers crossed, the Tamiflu works. But the prescription was not cheap. 
Yeah. Flu shots are free. So I am mad at myself for not getting the flu shot when I could have because I would have saved some money. That's yeah, for sure. That's for sure. You know, especially in New York, you have to, you really have to take care of yourself. Like even in subway, you use in subway every day, right? Pretty yeah. much. You go to work, with, you take the subway, uh, even in Uber pool, right? You never know the, ne the person next to you, like it's clear, you know, like healthy. You can mm -hmm. get any sickness from anybody in New York. Like there are millions of people and... Mm -hmm. Man, that's that's a struggle. Yeah, you know? no, I, I've noticed that since I moved to New York, I get sick a lot more than I did when I was in Ohio, oh. um, <laughs> which really oh, sucks because I feel like I'm really healthy of a person, but just being yeah. in such close proximity with all these people. Oh yeah, I mean, sickness is one thing, and the other thing is anxiety. Oh my god! This city, this city gives you anxiety. Like even even though you are the the, the calmest person you're the like you know uh, you're the person that oh okay i can handle that you know mm -hmm. no problem this city because you're rushing all the time you're trying to catch the train you're trying to catch this do that like millions of people you gotta get the appointment for this for that you know like you have to wake up really early you go to bed really late you know all mm -hmm. these things like putting you a lot of stress on you there's so much going on i don't know about you but whenever i go home it's so much quieter, mm -hmm. and it's just, like, slows down. Yeah. And I don't know if that's what it's like for you whenever you go home. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> home is, like, the peaceful place. Like, for weekdays, yeah. Like, after going to gym, you know, coming home, like, relaxing, you know, like, Netflix and chill and everything. Like, that's perfect. But the next day, going to school, right? So, I take the subway, like... People are rushing. They're not even looking at each other's faces. Like some people are like singing. There's music going on there, and then you're trying to focus on something. I don't know. Like it's always rush, 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 rush. So give you anxiety. Oh my god, so much anxiety. But I mean, we do it for the city that we love, man. Yeah. You know. So tell me, Engen, what what happened to you this this past week, a week before, this past month? Um, that was just really annoying. You know, right now um, I um, take a break from my uh, profession, which was which is uh, uh, civil engineering. I started school for business management, and um, my third semester just ended, and I had finals this week. I had four finals, and um, by the way, I gotta tell you this too. Um, my GPA is right now 4.0, so I'm trying to Damn. Main, yeah, I'm trying to maintain that. Damn. Because, yeah, I want to get the scholarship oh, and everything. What's that like? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's all about saving money. It's seriously, like I'm like, okay, if I want to get education, all right, I'm paying for it. Okay, cool. So mm -hmm. why not I do my best and then save some money and then that gives me a purpose to achieve, you know, the better grades. Mm -hmm. So my two. Um, finals, I know that I got 97, 93, something like that. So I'm really proud of myself. So that's giving me a drive. Damn. But like, um, without the without a purpose, you know, like you can never do that. Otherwise, your you waste your time. You you know, like uh, you waste your money, you waste your energy because you you need to have a purpose. So this week's struggle was that that studying for finals and trying to um, make sure that I got A on. All of them, you know. <laughs> Man, oh my god, I couldn't even imagine studying for finals right now. I hate, I hate taking tests. Like a lot of what I have to do, I just have to retake certifications and take new certifications, and I hate even doing that. So, man, props to you for going back to school and doing all that stuff. I don't know if I'm ever gonna go back to school. Maybe, maybe one day, mom. If you're listening, maybe one day. Um, <laughs> But just not I can't I can't do it anytime soon. My my headspace is just it's not there. Not right now, but maybe maybe one day. Yeah, I mean you know, if you really want it, you can do it. It's not I mean, of course it's gonna be hard in the beginning, but yeah. if you really want it, if you really wanna go for it, you you definitely get it. Yeah. But I mean like like you said, it's it's money that you gotta spend. Yeah. So you gotta be sure that you what you're going to school for is what exactly you want to do. I mean, yeah. that's part of the reason why I didn't continue schooling right after I graduated yeah. with my bachelor's. Just because I wasn't 100% sure mm -hmm. what I wanted to do or even if I wanted to 
pursue more schooling, mm -hmm. you know? No. So, I, you know, I totally understand you. And also, you may think that you don't need more education because you think maybe you have, you already know what you need to know for to, to pursue your career goals, right? Mm -hmm. So, for me, like, why not I'm getting like something else like business management because I already have the engineering so I can add this up on it and then, you know, like stay here and mm -hmm. like work in a better, um, yeah. you know. No, that's that's really smart. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I got to tell you this. When I was in Buffalo, University of Buffalo, mm -hmm. um, I never studied and then <laughs> the, I was taking tests and I was doing assignment, assignments just to get C or D. That's it. Like, I just wanted to pass class. That's it. I had no uh, ambition of, like, getting a great mark or whatever. We were always, like, partying. You know, you're in college. Okay, but when you but when you were going for your bachelor's, you went for an engineering degree, yeah. right? Okay, so that's still pretty good that you still even grad. Because I know a lot of people, they went for engineering yeah. in school, and they just, they switched it. I mean, mostly it was because the chemistry department at OSU is really hard. But engineering in general is a hard, oh. um, you know, degree to pursue. Oh. So the fact that you were still able to get it, even with your C's and T's, is still pretty impressive. I mean, and still being able to maintain an active social life in college, it oh, sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> the eye roll hey. says it all. Listen, if I didn't have any social... Um, like I was not a social person. If I was not going out or making friends, I will probably uh, just watching Netflix. I wouldn't even study harder than I what I studied before. Right? Like how I studied. So the re okay, um, engineering is really hard, right? So it's really hard to understand it and then solve problems and everything. So you have to like spend hours on it. So I. I don't remember how many times I stay in the library for like all nighters, you know. Oh my god, I I never eaten anything for like ten, twelve hours straight. I was like just studying in the library. One question, one steel design, like steel structure mm -hmm. design. We were designing a San Francisco airport, international airport. Oh wow! Yeah, we were redesigning it by uh, giving. Uh, not any data was given to us, but we were trying to figure out by ourselves there was a program. So anyway, man, you you gotta you gotta make uh, solve the equation like one one question right for one question one equation takes like couple pages. I remember we had four questions in the final. Mm -hmm. The final is for three hours, and then I had twenty four pages of my answer paper. Like they all. Equation problem solving. That's it. And there was no like multiple choice. Like you had to show all your work. No. In... Yes. Yes. Oh my God. How? Oh. Okay. Listen. If you make. If let's you say, didn't. Let's say I don't know how you didn't have anxiety back then. Listen. I'm just gonna put it out there how you weren't anxious all the time back then because that would make me so anxious. Listen. <laughs> listen the anxiety. Oh. Okay. I tell you this. When you're okay, I told you. I I just told you that 24 pages, right? When you on your 20th page. And then you realize, oh shit, I'm, I, I messed it up. So now you have to go back through all that twenty pages, and then try to you have to find your mistake. And then when you find the mistake, and then you have to delete that, fix it, and then you know, and then apply it to the other pages. Oh so my God. you gotta go through another twenty pages. You know what? What I did in the final. That's why I failed the steel design, and then I took the summer class anyway. So um. Because I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste my another two hours to fix the mistake. I'm just gonna do it, you know. If maybe he just accepts it, you know. And I got an F from the final. So. <laughs> if I was taking an exam, and I realized, you know, an hour into the equation that I did something wrong, I would one probably do the same, but two probably start crying out of frustration. Uh. I would maybe make an attempt to go back, but I, tears tears would happen. Listen, there were a lot of people. They just left the exam, and they were like, you know what, fuck this. And then they left out. They went out, and then they were like, you know what? They, they start smoking their cigarette, and then they, okay, I'm going, I'm going to bar tonight. They just go and drink and get wasted because, like, 24 people failed that class. Out of 60, 24 people failed that oh class. Oh, my God. It, it was 24, yeah, 24, 26, something like that. 
how like half of it, almost half of it, of crazy. That's a struggle in itself. Those people are struggling <laughs> that week. So before we bring back my college anxiety, let's <laughs> move forward from that because I think I'll get anxious talking about exams anymore. So you know, we we touched on it a little bit when I brought you in. You know, you talked about how you came here for school yeah. and how you decided to stay here and mm-hmm. just make it work. You know, what What was that moment for you that you realized you're like, I want to stay here. I don't want to move back home. I'm going to take the leap and I'm going to move to this country. Okay. Um, uh, I think I have this personality that I uh, I can make friends easily and I can be social. Like, it's true. Really easily. I've witnessed this. It's true. <laughs> and yeah. So I like, I was like, I see that. Okay. You know what? People, people here are really cool, and you know I like how they party. I like, I like how they, you know, live their life and everything. So, okay, what if, if I have a chance to stay here, why don't I just take it and then see how it's gonna work out? Yeah. If it works out well, great. So I keep doing what I'm doing. If it doesn't work out good, I just okay. I have my own country. I can go back and find a job there. So I gave it a shot, and I found a company. I started with them. And then um, I basically started with them under internship. And then they told me that I was not good enough. And uh, hey, listen, my boss, oh my God, he was yelling all the time. He was, he was, <laughs> he, I don't know if he, like, I don't know if he ever gonna see this, but I don't, Probably not. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care even if he sees it because he, I, he knows what I became right now. So I'm, I'm proud of myself, and I, you know, I don't care what he thinks or whatever. But he will, he told me that, hey, Engin, uh, maybe you should switch to a marketing business. Maybe you should switch to math, math teacher, something like that. I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, oh, I don't think you're gonna make a good engineer. That and that. He was like, man, I went to the bathroom and I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I just like, I'm holding it. I'm holding it, and I start crying like for couple minutes I'm like I wash my face I'm like okay Ingen, like be good you know you know you know you're good you're strong be strong that like, you don't care don't don't give a shit about what this guy told you anyway they said one day they called me in and they're like okay Ingen, you know what we uh we don't want to work with you anymore I'm like okay cool you know like uh because it's it's a long story I, I I did something that I um wanted to do better and then they disagree with that mm. anyway so you know what i felt so bad and i was thinking about going back to turkey well you know what happened i'm like you know what hold on i'm gonna i'm i'm not what he said to me i'm not this guy i'm not that guy what he said to me i'm not i'm not this guy i'm better than this fuck you know what fuck it let's do it i apply for jobs i like I'm, i was like call them there that was a company that i wanted to go too bad i call them every day the hr every time i call he pick up the phone like hey Ingen, what's up like he knows me <laughs> he knows me i send my resume i was like when did the project manager come in he was like oh he's on vacation oh he'll be or blah blah like it took me three weeks to get an appointment with them wow finally i get the appointment right i'm calling them every day so they invited me and then i went to equip um uh interview mm-hmm. I put on like I put on a nice jacket, you know, like nice shirt and everything, you know. I, I'm rocking, and my friend that time went to San Francisco and left her Mustang to me. I had no car at the time, and I'm I drove that Mustang. You know, oh I, my god! I have the confidence, you know. I, I I got good sweat on me. Like I pull up with my Mustang, and I I'm like, hey, uh, I'm here for interview. All right, cool. So we talk about it, and then. They're like, all right, okay, I'm going to send good feedback to HR department. I'm like, okay, great, cool. So I received an email of, like in a, in a good way, and I'm like, okay, I'm getting this job. In the interview, right, they asked me if I have a car because I will be in bridge construction mm-hmm. business, right? And then when you are in bridge construction, you have to drive because we are doing lane closures and everything, right? So mm-hmm. you, need, you need to have a car. So he asked me if I have um, if I have a car. I said yes, but I didn't. And then anyway, I, I went back home. I got eighteen hundred dollars in my pocket from my previous company that I was doing internship at. Right, mm-hmm. that's the only money I have. That's it. Nothing else. 
and then I search, uh, I go on Craigslist and I search. Um, I found a car for two grand. I have only 1800. The next day, I see the guy and I negotiate with him like really hard, like a couple hours. Uh, I started price from 1500. He was like, no, it's two grand. Anyway, I bought it for 1700. I bought an old car, really old car. I'm glad that it was running. Oh my <laughs> so gosh. I bought it for 1700. I got $100 in my pocket. And then now I have to find out apartment right because the apartment that i'm living in was in long island and i have to move out there because that belonged to the company that i was doing internship at oh. like, am i gonna go homeless or am i gonna find an apartment i have only you could have lived in your car <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah the car was my insurance <laughs> so i got hundred dollar in my uh, pocket and then um i'm paying the car insurance with the credit card and everything and um uh by the way no support from family Wow. Okay. I'm telling you, like, since I graduated from college, my dad bought me three years of LA Fitness membership as a graduation gift. You know, he loved that. He knows that I love fitness. So mm -hmm. that's the, that was the gift from him. But other than that, I pay for all insurance and everything. You're talking about struggle, right? This is the struggle. This is the <laughs> I have 100 bucks in my pocket. And then um, I got to start, I, I got to start my new job in the Bronx. And I'm living in Long Island temporarily, and I get two weeks to move out from there. Every time I drive from Long Island to the Bronx, I have to pay $8 to the uh, bridge. So $8 in the morning, $8 uh, in the afternoon, $16, right? So I have about $800. Like, it only carried me, like, four or five days. All I'm eating is whatever they... Um, they have in the morning in the office. Uh, I eat bagels, whatever leftovers and everything. Then I found an apartment. I asked one of my coworkers, uh, lend me money, like $300. And then he was a friend of mine from college, actually. Uh, say hi to him. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so then he gave me that money and then I found an apartment in the Bronx like five minutes away from the work, right? Oh, wow, that's perfect. Yeah, and then I'm like, okay, it was $1,200 uh, per month, right, in the Bronx. It's all right, one bedroom, you know. It's really cheap when you compare with the yeah. Manhattan. Price. Especially for a one bedroom. Oh, yeah, oh, that's cheap. Yeah, like uh, in Manhattan, you, you cannot find anything less than 2200 2400 For a one bedroom, yeah, no. Nothing, right? nothing really less than that. It's it's usually around two thousand. Oh. At least in the Upper East Side, it's about yeah, right? 2000 2000 that's 2400 about yeah. that. If you check the market prices now, I'm I'm sure it's pretty higher than that. Now. Well, I know right now in the winter, um, apartments go for cheaper than they do in the summer. People don't want to move in the winter; they want to move in the yeah, summer when it's maybe warm. Maybe hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. <laughs> maybe, maybe just maybe. But wow, damn man, yeah. you like went through a whole big thing to get that job. Listen, yeah, hold on. Um, that Bronx apartment, right? I found it for twelve hundred. I I was like, hey, listen, man, I want to move in here, but I have only three hundred dollars. Please accept this. He was like, no, you have to give me deposit. This, hey, take this money at least. Take the post out of Craig out of uh, off the Craigslist, right? So keep the apartment for me until October first. I got two weeks, and then he didn't accept in the beginning, but then he somehow accepted. I made him accept it. Then I got my first salary. No, I'm sorry. I asked the company now. I emailed the manager, project manager. That's my first week, my maybe second day or third day. I I, I emailed them. Hey, listen, I found an apartment uh, two minutes away from here, uh, and it's that much, and I don't have money. Can I lend money from the company? And then I you, you deduct it from my paycheck or whatever for next four or five months. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know. I got I just got lucky, and I say yes. I just wow. ask. I just ask. That's it. I was like, okay, this is really hard to ask. Like, you got to have balls, right? So I just go for it and ask it. And then he did that. So I gave him the gave the guy money. And now I'm short of my salary, right? I'm short of my check, paycheck, right? Now I don't. I can't buy anything for food or anything for three months. I live in that apartment with the mattress from my old Long Island apartment, from uh, what, which belongs to the— Were you on a mattress on the floor? Yeah, yeah. Mat mattress Been on there. the floor. Been there. <laughs> no couch, just a TV from college, 32 screen TV, and a, a beach uh, chair. You know that folded beach chairs? Oh my God, that was that was your that was your apartment. <laughs> oh yeah, that was my apartment. One bedroom apartment, only that three things like 32 screen TV, uh, beach chair, and a mattress uh, for three months. And I only 
I only eat it. I only ate whatever they had in the morning in the office. Mm -hmm. And I was working night shift. And I was like finishing my shift. And then they have bagels in the morning. I get the bagels. I go home, eat them. That's it. Oh my, just running on and an all bagel diet. Uh. Holy crap. Oh my God. I mean, wow. That's yeah. just like, it sounds like you just had a lot of, mm. since you've been here, you've been doing all these like constant adjustments and trying to make yeah. things work. One thing I'm very curious about, um, you know, because I, I obviously was born and raised in America, yeah. that kind of stuff. You know, what was it like to assimilate to the American culture here when you first moved here? You know, because I, I don't, I, mean, I don't after know. College, right? You... Yeah, I don't, I don't know how different America is from Turkey. I don't want to be you first, know, disrespectful or anything like that. Uh, first, about that adjustment. Um, the first six or seven months, I didn't really care about the outside world. I just, I was just focused on me being, you know, alive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, uh, like having enough food, you know, like um, being healthy and everything. And after six months, seven months, by the time I had a girlfriend from there, uh, from the company. Oh, wait. Hang on. She was an engineer too. Okay, wait. Hang on. Wait. (laughs) I'm talking about what it was like to adjust when you like first moved to America in general. So not exactly in the company, but like when you first came here, like when you went to college... Oh, in the in the college, yeah. I mean, in the college, yeah. you just hang out with people. That's it. You just hang out with people and then uh, party with people. You don't really adjust to the American culture. You just party with them. The cultural thing happened to me after I met with my ex-girlfriend that time. Um, uh, she introduced me with, like, uh, what to do in New York City and uh, oh, okay. how to party, like, where to go or, like, what people do because she was also Turkish. That's so funny. Like, we found each other in the same Wait, company. really? So she was she also from Turkey or was she? She was she born and raised in Turkey and then she moved here uh, with the green card and she was a citizen. Like, she, her English was great, so she, she knows everything about uh, the okay. culture and everything, you know, it's like uh, uh, she worked in Manhattan, she worked in Jersey, so she knows what's around and what's up. So she, so she, she kinda... taught me. Yeah, she was really helpful teaching me all this stuff. So after her, I pick up and I adjust myself to the culture. Um, okay. What was what was like the the hardest or like maybe like the weirdest thing you had to adjust here? Because I feel like Americans in general and, well, New York in general does yeah. like a lot of weird stuff compared to the rest of the world yeah of course um the traditional way you know it didn't it's i mean okay people are the same every other country it's like pretty much the same just the traditional like family traditions are different that's it Mm -hmm. um cultural thing is what the what society doing you i think um and it was really neat for me seeing all the people like from like everywhere, like around the world. Mm-hmm. Seriously. <clears throat> like you never know. I'm sorry. You never know. No, you're fine. You never know who is from where, like everybody from somewhere. Oh, my God. That's so true. I like you see somebody and you you think you think you kind of have an idea on where they're from, but you don't want to say it. You don't want to, you, yeah. you know, impose. And then you completely find out like they start talking and they just start speaking another language or they have an accent or yeah. like. You know, they they just turn out to be from yeah. somewhere else completely. I, I, you know what? Actually, that helped me to adjust myself here. That helped me the best way because um, if let's say I'm if I'm in Ohio right now, like if if I was in Ohio the first time I uh, came to United States, right? I will have some hardship to uh, accommodate. You know, to adjust myself, my uh, my social life, and everything. Because it's way different than New York City. New York City is like everybody could be a tourist. Everybody is temporarily yeah. here. Nobody is like permanent here, right? You know what I'm saying? Everybody has the same problem as you. Maybe they have more problems than you, you know? Like it's all mixed here. So it's, a, it's an interesting city to live in. Really interesting, yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of my friends that I have mm-hmm. are not from here. They take more, yeah, take more. I take more. Um, <laughs> So I feel like a lot of a lot of friends that I have, 
you know, they're not they're not originally from here. They're originally from somewhere else, and they mm-hmm. have a lot of similar stories to you, where they just wanted to move here. They're trying to make it work. You know, it's always it's always interesting to talk to people who aren't from here, mm-hmm. who are like, I want to make this, you know, work. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah, I think the only friend that I have, and I mean, you have him too, that was born and raised here was Eric, because Eric's from the Bronx. Yeah, but that that that's well, you know what? And Phil, Phil, Phil. Phil's from here. Yeah. Phil is from like Washington Heights area. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh. I mean, obviously. Uh, Nif them. I, I mean, obviously, Izzy's from. Oh, God, I Long think Island, he's right? No, think, Jersey. Either, either Jersey. Jersey or Long Island, but he's he's a local to the area. Yeah. But like, I know more people who aren't from here than people who actually are, which is really yeah, it's really funny. It's a yeah. very it's an interesting city. Yeah, if you went to Ohio, uh, you would notice the differences instantly. People would know. That you're not from you there. <laughs> they they would know for sure. I went to Ohio, by the way. Did I tell you that? Where did you go in Ohio? Uh, Finley. Finley, I guess. Oh, my God. You went to Finley? <laughs> you went into, like, the nowhere of it. That's like... Yeah, I mean... There's not much going on okay, in that part. Speaking of struggles, my biggest struggle in the United States was finding a postcode uh, find an address of an apartment or home in Finley because they really? are all e- like they are all like a mile away from each other. Like yeah. you, you see a house there, right? You go check their um, number, house number, and you have no idea what the next number and where is it. Like <laughs> it's like it's like mile away from there. Mm-hmm. And then you go there, you drive a mile, and then you see another house, and you see the number is like higher. Oh, that means I'm coming in the wrong direction so you gotta go back now mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so it was really hard yeah I, it took me six hours to draw uh, drove to Ohio from Buffalo it was Thanksgiving by the way um, mm-hmm. I had third generation cousin in Ohio li- living in Ohio that's why oh went, uh, yeah, interesting funny. yeah so um, yeah, I went to visit uh, her and her husband uh, in Thanksgiving so um, it took me six hours to drive from Buffalo to Ohio, it took me two hours to find the address. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> so uh, back when I was in college, I um, you know, I went to Ohio State, but at the time I was dating somebody that went to Bowling Green. So I was driving through Finley quite often. Hmm. And, I mean, just that, that drive from Columbus to Bowling Green, there's like nothing going on. I'm sure you probably saw all the cornfields. Yeah. I guarantee you, you probably actually drove through Youngstown, where I'm from. If Did did you take 80 all the way through? I I don't remember. You, I Well, yeah, you, you don't remember, but you probably took 80. Sorry, I, probably, I just don't. Yeah. You probably took 80, and that, that drive, um, did you have to go through Pennsylvania and mm. stuff, or did you follow the, like, the I, was, board? I, I came from Lake Erie, Columbus, mm-hmm. and then Finley. Okay. All right, I'm like I'm picturing the map right now. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm picturing the map. Um, like from yeah, there, like this. you probably yeah you probably took eighty. Yeah, yeah there's there's Buffalo not much. Is here. Columbus is here, right? I took this way, right there. Yeah, so yeah. You're talking about from here to there, yeah. right? You're going. You, you're talking yeah, about going so, north. So so I you keep saying Columbus, but I think you mean Cleveland. I'm sorry, Cleveland. Cleveland. No, you're good. There's there's Cleveland, there's Columbus, and there's Cincinnati, the three big C cities. Hmm. But yeah, you yeah you definitely took 80. That that drive through hmm. Ohio on 80. There's like nothing no. going on. <laughs> saw all the corn. Saw all the space that we have in Ohio. Probably saw a lot of camo as uh, well. If you ever go back to Ohio. Hopefully, I get to take you and I can show you what my hometown is like. My hometown is interesting. I think I think my friends would like you too. Yeah, I, yeah that that that'd be interesting to see my two worlds mix. Um, oh my god! Wow! 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 So, hey, so listen, you're, you're from Ohio State, right? Well, I went I went to Ohio State. So Ohio State is two and a half hours away from my okay. hometown. 
my cousins, uh, my third generation cousins, a uh, husband was a defensive coordinator, defensive coach or defensive coordinator for a high school team, and he was a huge Wolverines fan, Michigan Wolverines. No, I, you know what? That happens in that area of Ohio because we're like right there next to Michigan. It makes me sad. Those people make me sad. I mean, and then I was like, hey, listen, um, you guys are from Ohio. Why not Ohio State? But why Michigan? Oh, they're like, oh, Michigan is better. You know, Wolverine, go Wolverine. They have a basement with all that uh, blue, yellow, you know, Michigan Wolverine stuff. And he gave me a bracelet, though. I got a bracelet from him. Don't uh, ever, don't ever wear that bracelet around me. Or it's like, or Alyssa, because then we it, can't, but... we can't be friends anymore. We can't, we can't do it. <laughs> We're gonna have problems, Angus. We're gonna have issues. Um, oh my okay, god. I'm a, I'm, I'm okay. I'm an Oklahoma Oklahoma fan. I'm sooner boomer. <laughs> what? I I'm not even gonna ask how that happened. Um, you know. Okay. So we've we've been talking about a lot of stuff here, and one thing that I'm very curious about. You know, you talked about your engineering, and me. I just physics was cool, but I just did not have the best time with it. I mm-hmm. used to like math, don't really like it as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm always curious as to why people pick the career path that they do. You know, what made you want to become an engineer? Mm-hmm. And then what made you want to, I don't know if it was your choice to mm-hmm. work on, you know, building the bridges and stuff like that, but what made you choose engineering and then do what you're doing with engineering? Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, First of all, um, my dad is an engineer, okay? So uh, he's a mechanical engineer, and my mom is a pharmacist. So I'm coming from a family uh, who has, um, who is good with numbers and um, chemistry, physics. You already uh, had a strong biology. science background growing yeah. up, probably, yeah. Yeah, and my dad used to, um, he used to teach me all the tricks in math and geometry, so I, I okay. My motto in life is: if you're doing something, do it like you're loving it, like you enjoy. You just enjoy it. Like, why would you do it? Like, oh shit, I gotta do this. Damn, fuck this. You know, no, 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 no. This mentality is wrong. If you're doing something, even if it's the the most boring thing in the world, just do it with passion because you know what? That's the only way to have fun with it and do it the best in the best way. So math was a struggle. Mathematics was a struggle in elementary school. And mm-hmm. I was, like, making it a game and enjoying it, like, with numbers. Like, I'm enjoying it, you know. Like, then it became a passion for me. And then, listen, this is really true, though. I had um, my math teachers telling me this and my family about uh, my talent. Maybe this is a talent. Um, let's say they give you a problem, right, to solve. Mm-hmm. Like let's say you, you're trying, you're gonna use like uh, you're gonna multiply it minus or that time that whatever. You 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 need a pen to write it down, right? I never use pen. I just like do it in my mind. That's it. And because my my goal was to answer first in the class, so I was like racing with people. Like I want to be the like okay, uh, yeah, I got it first. I got it first. You know, hey teacher, I got it. I got it. Is this the answer? You know, like. With my mind, so I don't use pen. So my 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 teachers were like, in Turkey to go to college, you have to pass the test. You don't you don't go to college regarding your high school grades. You- oh, okay. So um, America has something like that. So in America, we have um, the ACTs or the SATs. Yeah, yeah. So do you have something similar? Yeah, but in everybody Turkey? has to take the test. Everybody. Everybody, even if you're not going to college. No, if you're going to college, if you want to go to college. Okay, like if yeah. You, if you want to be a doctor, you have to make, like, you have to score, like, 490. If you want to be an engineer, you have to score, like, 470. Oh, so even before you start college, you have to score a certain yeah. number. Wow. Yeah, you have to pass, like, uh, okay. approximately 2 million people. I, it, among that 2 million people, for my uh, my college, you have to be the first 30,000. You have to be in the first 30,000 out of 2 million or 1.5 million, you know? Wow. So, yeah, so uh, that means you got to be fast and really good at tests, right? So that's why, like, I was, like, you know, like, going really hard on that, like, solving a lot of problems and everything. So, and I look at it. Um, when I look 
at the world, I see like when I look at you, when I look at this room, I see everything like geometrically. Like even those stuff, like triangles over there, like it's so cool that there are nine triangles in one box, right? Or like I count that like six times, six over there, thirty-six triangles over there. Like that's like I think this is how I see the world, like so detailed. So yeah. engineering is the best way to apply it in the wow. Slide. Wow. Yeah. And um I'm I'm a good multitasker. Like I I can think about something else and write some about something else and then talk about something else at the same time. Like <coughs> like many people are like that. Maybe you are too. At least two things that you can do at the same time, right? Yeah. So like my, in my mind is everything about like uh, projecting the next step or planning the next step. Even even through the day, like, okay, 6.30, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to go to work at 7, uh, 8 a.m., I'm going to eat my first breakfast, uh, 10 a.m., the second breakfast, 1 p.m., that, this and that, if it takes me 45 minutes to drive to the gym, this and that, like, planning everything in my mind, mm -hmm. like, um, that became a game for me, you know what I'm saying? So, since high school, engineering it was the best you know, environment that I could apply this into. Yeah. When I get into the college, I'm like, oh, shit, man, this is so hard. How am I going to do it? Why did I pick it? But the outcome, hey, listen, let me tell you this. Life is not what you learn in college. I realized that. Like, since uh, 2015, I graduated in 2015, five years. Man, Life is way different than when you what 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 college taught you. It's like it's all about personal experience. It's crazy. Oh yeah, of course. It's... I mean, also too, college does not teach you how to do your taxes. Oh no, they don't teach you how to do that. Um, <laughs> so I definitely get that, man. Wow, that's so interesting. My brain, obviously, my brain does not work like that. I mean, when I when I look at the um, what what these do in the room, they kind of help uh, block the sound. Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, so when I look at that, I don't think that I see them as the things that block the sound, mm -hmm. yeah. but it's, it's interesting how to learn how, um, different minds work. Now, what would you tell to people who are like aspiring engineers, you know, people who want to go into your profession? Uh, I mean, I will tell them, don't hesitate. Just, uh, if you have a passion to do like be productive, uh, and then, you know, solve problems. Okay, engineering is all about solving problems. I can tell you that. If there's a problem, you you don't say, oh, shit, what, what am I going to do now? No, you don't do that. There's a problem? Okay, all right, how are we going to uh, solve this problem? All right, mm -hmm. let's focus on that. So this, um, what do you call the, um, the the chaos control? What do you call? Like, there's, there's a name for it. Uh, like, um, oh, come on, panic control, something like that. There's a name for it. Panic? Panic? No, no, no. Like, let's say, let's say something happened now, right? Let's say there's an earthquake or whatever, and then you you're freaking out. But I wouldn't freak out. I will say, okay, earthquake is happening right now. So what should we do? And I search back to my memory and then see, okay, oh, okay, you know, like, okay, we gotta go under this door, you know, like right here, or go under this, like, okay, let's get under this. That's it. Like I, I'm like folk, uh, solution oriented. You know what I'm saying? If mm -hmm. if if people think that they're so solution oriented, like they should they should consider picking like uh in a, like a, like like being a doctor or being an engineer because they all like you know solving problems. Mm -hmm. You know, like being productive at the same time. Uh, and engineering is not, uh, something that you will never learn at school. You have to experience. You have to experience because. It's like, like in school they tell you two plus two equals four, right? Right. Yeah. But in the real life, that two is like so many things. Plus the other two has to it has to be equal to four. But sometimes two plus two equals to five, and you have to find out why it's five, why it's not four, and then you have to find out and then find a solution for it, and then make it four instead of five. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I don't know how to put it. Like in college, they tell you, okay, this is this. But yeah. in real life, it in sounds real life, like engineering is a job that, you know, you, you obviously need the education for, but it sounds like it's something that it's a hands-on learning experience. 
that you get better the more you go yeah, after listen, it. Listen, I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure people had this struggle when they graduated uh, from the college, you know, like in, with engineering degree. Um, they when they go on a job site, they like they have no idea what's going on. They just look around. They're like, oh, okay, what is this? What is that? You know, if you this is how I succeed succeeded so far. If you ask questions, no matter what's in your mind, like never be shy, always be ambitious and go for it. Just ask the question. Like it doesn't matter if they think that if they think that uh, you have no idea what's going on. It's, it's okay. You just graduated from college. I was like asking questions. So all the what? Time. What you're saying is question, question everything. Everything. If you want to learn, you have to question. Come on, ask question. If I want to learn something about you, instead of going on your Instagram and stalking you, right? I will just say, text you. Hey, what's up? Hey, you know what? I wonder this about you, and I ask yeah. you a question, and that's it. Like because if I go and stalk you on Instagram, right? Um, whatever you show on Instagram is how I define you. Yeah, and honestly, huh. Instagram isn't the whole story. But you know yeah. what? Um, question everything. Question. Everything. Do you know? Do you know who that came from? Hmm. Well, it obviously didn't originate from him, but do you remember CJ? CJ, From the yeah, gym? Yeah. Yep. Word? Yep. Word. Word. I, wow. <laughs> wow. I know he's doing well out in California, but oh, yeah, he, right his, yeah. his big, his big thing was question mm-hmm. everything, which listeners who don't know me personally, um, I know Angan from the CrossFit gym, mm-hmm. um, actually did a competition with Angan back in September. It was a group of four of us. Oh my god! Yes, okay. uh, yes. Wanna, that was wanna, that was a fun time. I really. I, our, what was I, our team name? Oh, stronger thighs. Stronger, <laughs> stronger thighs. Ingen came up with it. Um, no. I really hope that there's you, pictures somewhere. So, um, one of one of the events was burpee pull ups, and then also toes to bar. And if you guys don't know me personally, I am the size of a fifth grader. Um, so Hankin had to pick me up oh and raise me up to the pull-up bar like I was his toddler. Um, it's really funny, and I hope there's pictures out there somewhere. But I'm very curious, Hankin, do you look – I don't know if you look at CrossFit differently or look at workouts or you, like, strategize them in a different way from other people because you're an engineer and because your mind – kind of works a little bit differently do you think do you think it does um okay when you do crossfit you your mind your mind stops working <laughs> you know that right so you have a strategy let's say you have a strategy let's say you're doing burpees right you say okay you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna do 10 burpees in 25 seconds right and then oh i'm gonna go on a rower and i'm gonna row 500 meter for two minutes and then i'm gonna do clean and jerk for 10 seconds right mm-hmm. that's how you planet right yeah when you go out there when the clock you know starts you know and then everybody is like next to you working out with you you never do what you like what you plan to you know like it's totally different so crossfit you lose everything all like your mind stop working your, it's true it's very true like imagine my mind only only works this way. How much how much time I left? How much time do I have left? Oh, I got five <laughs> minutes left. Oh shit! I got five more minutes. You know? When when did you start CrossFit? Was that how long into? Um, cause did you start in Turkey or did you start when no, you were here, here? Here, um, it was three months before ICE. My first CrossFit. Okay, you know that Groupon. You know Groupon, right? Everybody everybody yeah. knows Groupon. Okay. I'm a really economical guy, so I I always che- uh, seek for the uh, cheap op- uh, option or like cost-effective uh, option. Mm-hmm. So uh, I search on Groupon about CrossFit gym because I never been to CrossFit. Why why would I pay three hundred dollar for a gym? I I rather pay a minute like small amount of money so I can try it. I started CrossFit in New York City, NYC, in Upper East, Upper West Side, and then okay. I start I I went to um, CrossFit spot. They each one month, and then I went one month for CrossFit Health Kitchen, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna sign up for CrossFit. I don't want to do Groupon thing, you know, because mm-hmm. it's only one month, and then I need to find something really close to my apartment. And I moved to Manha- uh, Manhattan, Upper East Side. Then I find Ice. 
I was running by the Eve's River and I get into ice. Like I saw ice slowly. I'm like, oh, okay, let me talk to them. I'm running. Like I ran like six miles. And then I, no, I'm sorry. I ran like four miles. What, what year was this? How, how long were you? 2017. Okay. Okay. And then Gabby, Gabby, you know, you remember GK? Uh, that was like right GK? before I got there. Yes. You remember? Yeah, GK in the front decks. And then she was there and I'm like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, I want to sign up. Okay. All right, cool. So give me a deal. <laughs> give me a deal. That's <laughs> let's start on that. So I, I just started, and I love, I love the environment there. Ice is like ice was really cool, really fun. I love Easy. Easy is a great. It's... I think Easy is a great manager and great mentor. Like mm-hmm. wherever in New York, please check out Ice. Uh, it's yes. in Upper East Side, 59th yes. Street, and Second <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> Uh, if he, <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't know if he listens. I know he follows the podcast, but yeah. I don't know if he listens. Um, but I mean, Send it to him. obviously, it's a very, it's a very great environment. If you ever want to try CrossFit, yeah. I mean, I've worked there for almost mm-hmm. three years now. So listen, people, there's a reason people why there, I'm still there. People are there, like including you. Everybody is so supportive. Like nobody, like everybody's so supportive. Like it's like a family. Yeah. Like, like even like remember you were shouting and like supporting like let's go let's go you can do it like w- when we shout into like that's how we build a team there right yeah our team remember yeah it's so funny that we we had a competition together and we were like doing good though actually if I didn't fuck up <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up listen bro you like wouldn't like walk away you wouldn't let anybody take over your reps you kept falling off the bar and I was like bro. Oh come back recharge and then go back in but you were like no i'm gonna keep going and we were honestly concerned that you hurt oh yourself God. and you were just like i'm fucking i'm going oh fuck God. you guys i'm going i follow up the uh, pull-up bar that's what she's talking about <laughs> but the main point is that he's okay he's okay oh my God. um wow 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 wow, wow. too much um, i have two i have two big questions mm-hmm. before we come out of this conversation and okay. sign off for yeah. the evening. Yeah. Well, my first question is, you know, I already asked you what you would tell aspiring engineers, but also another big part is, what would you tell people who are aspiring to move to America? That Because that's a big thing. Yeah. Um, right now, uh, because of the political stuff going on right now, you know, between... Are you going to tell people and... don't do it? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, uh, it's just, um, it's okay, they can get tourist visa and then they can just come here, but coming here... Uh, in terms of like find a job here, moving here, right? That's mm-hmm. what you're asking. Yeah. So you, it's kind of hard. You, the only way to do it, you have to go to college, and then college gives you a legal working visa for one year, and then if the uh, if the company that you work into they like you, they offer you um work working visa, work visa, and then you stay. You can stay here three minimum three years or six years, you know, more, and then that's how you do it. But you got to apply for a green card, and then you get the green card, you can come here and then find a job here. I'm telling you, there are a lot, like tons of, millions of, not millions, but tons of opportunities Mm -hmm. in New York City, like uh, like about everything, every kind of profession, every kind of profession, in sports, in medicine, in engineering, in uh, marketing, in business, Everything. Yeah. There, there. How many companies in New York City? There's way too many. Like to every, count. every in every block, at least there are like ten companies in every block. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. Like. No, it's it. There's so many. I mean, yeah. Of course, I wanted to ask you know because of course you made it work, mm-hmm. and it's amazing how you did make it work. But also, believe it or not, we have listeners from other countries. We check our stats. Mm-hmm. We see you, South America. We see you. Um, but, yeah, we have listeners from the country, so you never know who might be interested in moving here. Yeah. You know? I mean, listen, if you – okay, um, if you really want something, right, if you um, – okay, let's say – okay, I'm going to give you um, – <laughs> I'm going to give you a number. Like, I'm going to talk like numbers, okay? That's, that's how I can do it, it the best way. Uh, imagine a graphic, Okay. In the graphic, oh no! Imagine, imagine a building, like tall building, right? And then your mm-hmm. goal is to climb stairs up to the tenth floor, right? Your goal is to climb the stairs up to tenth floor. Mm-hmm. When you're on your third floor or fourth floor, you're like, okay, I got six more floors to go. And then you're like, you, 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 like, 
you courage yourself. Like you're like, okay, keep it together. Let's go. You're on the eighth floor. Okay, two more to go. And then I'm done. You know, like you make it to 10th floor and then, okay, that's it. Oh, all right, I made it. Good. But, but this is where my motto comes from. If you aim to the 100th floor, right, the 5th floor, the 6th floor is nothing to you. 10th floor is nothing to you because you're not even near to the, to your dream, to your goal, right? Mm-hmm. So 20th floor is nothing to you. 30, nothing. 50, mm-hmm. 60, nothing. 70, you, you start getting tired at 70. Well, yeah, I, would, I would get tired after like 20 yeah. floors. But that's <laughs> Listen, seriously, if you dream big, right? If you aim yeah. big, the way that you... I uh, see the point you're you getting know, at you here. Know, the yeah. way that you, you, you came so far, like... Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's going to be more than what you, if you aim less, you know? Like, if you aim for 10, mm-hmm. 8 is like a good pro- progression for you. But if you aim for 100, uh, 8 is not even a progression. You have to, like, at least beat, like, 70, 80, which is, like, 70, 80 times of what you aim, Yeah. What, what you would aim, you know, instead. So that's how I look at it. So if you really want to do something, you can... You, you can even like, okay, you know what? I'm going to be the richest guy in the world. All right, cool. You can. You can. Yeah. You just need to figure out how. Like, you have all the time in the world. for you. Like, you just need to figure out how. Right? So yeah. you, have to, you have to dream big, and then you have to, you know, like, take steps. That's Man, Ingen, I've always known you as, like, this very positive person, but now you're just, like, so inspirational to me. Oh my gosh! I can't believe yeah. I only have one final question for you. I want I want to keep talking, man. Yeah. We'll have to continue this after this. But yeah. one final question: yeah. How do you keep it together? This this is our final segment. So just tell us something about how you get through everyday life. What helps you keep it together? Okay, this is this is this 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 gonna sound maybe really uh, nerdy to some people, uh, maybe really uh, boring to some people, but. How I keep keep it together, um, you need to have a purpose in life, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, the purpose is, like, to maintain a good health and a good physique, right? And to maintain a good position in your profession. And uh, whatever you need to do for your career, for your future, you, you got to make sure that you're doing it. So when you make sure all this with a good diet, with going to gym, like, at least four times a week, and accomplishing your goals, like, you know, really doing it, that's going to give you encouragement for the next week. And then mm-hmm. you're going to do it again next week. When you see the results, that's going to give you a courage for next week, the next next thing that you're going to face. Yeah. With, you know? Having, having a purpose. That's how you keep it together. Having a purpose yeah. is the only way to keep it together. That's, that, wow. that That's amazing. That's That's a little bit... Ironic for me, one of my favorite quotes that I would always use Mm -hmm. and, you know, all the things that I've done is it's run with purpose. Yeah. So it does, it stems from a verse in the Bible. I don't remember which one specifically. I think it's 1 Corinthians, but um, it says run with purpose. And I've always kind of kept that in the back of my mind going Mm -hmm. through, you know, stuff. But wow. Again, that's amazing. And wow. Listen, I got to add one more thing. Okay, go Um, for it. We, we, we talk about go with purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Um, listen, we are all exist for some reason. You exist for some reason. Your existence means something, right? Mm-hmm. My existence means something. All you got to do is find that. What is it? What are you here for? Yeah. What are you in the world for? Why, why do you live? Why you exist? Like, what's your purpose? Yeah. How people gonna remember you? You know what I'm saying? What you gonna What you gonna leave behind you after you passed away? You know what I'm saying? After you gone off this world? Yeah. So there has to be something that you left after the generation after you. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if I think the life is about that, and um, that late twenties. And early 30s, I'm 27, you're 24, 25? Almost 25, yeah. Almost 25? When's your your birthday? April. April April, 23rd. 23rd, we're celebrating that. All right. (laughs) Hey, guys, April 23rd. April 23rd, uh, you're all welcome to Sabrina's birthday party at... I don't know. (laughs) TBD, all right. TBD. (laughs) So, um, like, these ages are the perfect age. Ages for uh, finding out 
what we are here for. Yeah. So we're gonna find out, and then we're gonna be, we have to build life on top of that. That that's the best way to uh, keep it together yes. and live a good life. Keep it together. Keep it together. That's it. That's it, guys. Question everything and find your purpose. Our big takeaways find from today. Purpose. But with that. We got close to time, so yeah. we gotta go. Oh, but hold on! Before we go, what? before we go, people, I gotta, I gotta tell you this: Sabrina, right here, right? She, PR, her, clean. <laughs> you PR, you clean. My Hank Power Hank clean power in clean. the competition. Yes, and she lifted more than. Like what? We would bore that one thirty. I think I think it was one thirty five. One thirty five. One thirty five. One thirty five for female athlete. It cleaning that. Like wow. Don't mess with me. I'll beat you yeah, up. I'll you, beat you up. I'm yeah, just kidding. She, <laughs> I'm I'm only five foot one, but guys, I'm strong. You're strong. <laughs> what, You're strong. What I don't have in height, I make four. I make up for in strength. Um, <laughs> with that, uh, yeah. you gotta you gotta see you gotta see her squats workout. Yeah, she 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 squats. <laughs> She's quite good. <laughs> All right. And with that, <laughs> we are going to go. <laughs> All right. We're going to go. We're going to go. All right, guys. So um, once again, this is Angan. And mm-hmm. I am Sabrina. Wow, I've never, I've never sent it off before. It's always Alyssa, so this is weird to me. Um, but yes, guys. Hey, by the way, we gotta, um, we gotta, you know, like wish for. <laughs> My God, yeah. We gotta go. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna keep going with this. All right, guys. Once again, I'm Sabrina, and this was the Keeping It Together podcast. We will see you next time.